This is Amber Stevens, and you're listening to Airs and Arrows, the podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Airs and Arrows. I am so honored that you decided to come back and take another listen in. Okay, I am so hyped right now because I have been dealing with something for um, probably like the last, well, actually it's kind of been intermittent the last couple years, Um, but I've been thinking about it the last few weeks and I got a revelation about this particular situation and I want to share it with you because I really feel like it's going to help you a lot and so today I want to talk about regret and um, before I start I'm just going to give a, a little definition of what regret is and so this is taken from the Macmillan dictionary it says to feel sorry or sad about something you have said or done and then another definition uh, this is taken from the Cambridge dictionary A feeling of sadness about something sad or about a mistake that you have made and wish that it could have been different and better. And so it's something that we've all experienced in one way or another, in some instance or another. And um, regret is not a fun feeling. It it, is kind of um, this heavy weight that you can carry about decisions that you've made in the past, um, things that you might have said to hurt people um it could be a myriad of different things but whatever it was regret is not a a fun or happy feeling it's a it's 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 debilitating in a sense and I wanted to encourage you because I I I got a revelation on it and I'm so excited to share it with you because it has given me so much freedom these last few weeks and so um this is I'm gonna give you a warning (laughs) I have a quite a few scriptures that I'm going to share with you today so just bear with me all right scriptures are good though this is is, scriptures are not like (laughs) a bad thing it's a good thing the word of God is, is it brings life to us and that's definitely something that we need when we're going through something like you know that that um horrible feeling of regret and so here it is First, I want to um, bring your attention to Genesis 3. Now, um, this is the account after the creation and after the creation of man and woman where man fell and they sinned for the first time. So in Genesis 2, God directly told Adam, do not eat. You can eat from any tree, any tree in the garden. I have this beautiful garden for you. Um, You have everything that you need here. Just one thing that I'm telling you not to do, and that is do not eat the fruit from the tree that's in the middle of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He said, don't do that. And so fast forwarding into Genesis 3, this is what happened. Of course, we know that there was a serpent. He spoke to Eve. Eve took the fruit, ate the fruit, and then gave some to her husband. And then they uh, <clears throat> they had an awareness, a new awareness that they were naked, that they had done something wrong. And so they hid from God. 
So I'm going to take it so they, you know, they went through all that. And I'm going to start at verse 16. This is Genesis 3, verse 16. And it says, I got the wrong version. Hold on. All right. This is Genesis 3, 16, taken from the New Living Translation. And this is the consequences of the mistake that they made or the decision that they made by eating the fruit and by completely disobeying God. So it says, uh, then God said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy and in pain you will give birth and you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. And to the man, he said, since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground is cursed because of you. All your life, you will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, though you will eat of its grain. By the sweat of your brow, will you have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made? For you were made from dust, and to dust you will return. And so, if there is anybody in the world that felt regret, felt remorse, it was Adam and Eve. And I could just imagine them as they're sitting here listening to the consequences that we're going to that they were going to have to endure because of this I can just imagine how horrible they felt like you know they ate a piece of a ate a piece of fruit and of course like you know you think about that like oh it's just a piece of fruit but it was it was disobedience they rebelled against God they disobeyed a direct command from God and so they had to reap the consequences and um I'm sure because Ave at this time she hadn't had babies and so she didn't probably realize the weight of you know that pain and childbirth because she hadn't had it yet but I'm sure that when she had those babies <laughs> she was probably like oh my goodness what in the world and so the first thing I wanted to say about that um about regret is that whatever you have done it couldn't have been worse than what Adam and Eve had done and I say this because you know Adam by Adam and Eve by you know eating the fruit by disobeying God they completely turned this good beautiful life upside down Eden actually meant pleasure or delight however because of the decision that they made um, you know Adam he brought chaos and destruction uh, to his home and family but get this not only over his home and family but to the whole world now I don't know what you might be feeling regret about but even if your decisions or choices have negatively affected um, more than just you I bet that it did not affect the whole world Okay, so that's one encouragement. Another encouragement I have. Um, first, I'm going to read 1 Peter 1.20. This is from the Passion Translation. It says, this was part of God's plan. For Jesus was chosen and destined for this before the foundation of the earth. And this meaning him dying for our sins, him taking our place to die for us so that we wouldn't have to die. Um, and in the New Living Translation, um, instead of it saying before the foundation of the earth was laid, it says long before the world began. And so this was part of God's plan. God knew that Adam and Eve would disobey. It was not 
a, a surprise to God. It was not a shock. If you have parents, I mean, if you have children, there are instances where you know that you'll give a command or a direction to your children. You know, because you know your children, that they're not going to listen. <laughs> you know it already. You just know. And so God, who is the all-knowing one, of course he knew. It wasn't a surprise that Adam and Eve disobeyed him. He knew it was going to happen. And what did he do? He already had a plan. He already had an answer. He already had a solution in place for when Adam and Eve fell. He had a solution, and that solution was Jesus Christ. And so that's been my revelation in terms of regret. You know, um, you know, I was thinking about something, and I was like, man, um, did I do that right? Was that the right choice to make? But the reality is, you know, sometimes we make decisions, and they're, I mean, we're going to make mistakes. We're human. But God already knows, and he has a plan and a solution for us. Now, I don't want to um, negate the fact that we are going to have consequences when we make bad choices, and especially when we dis- like disobey direct commands of God. Sometimes we are going to have to experience those um, repercussions because, I mean, that's just life. We just have to, you know, pay up. These are the consequences. But God still loves. And I wanted, I wanted to read this other um, scripture. This is Colossians 1, 20 to 22. This scripture, I wanted to encourage you with this because sometimes, you know, when we have those feelings of regret, we might feel like, man, God is really upset with me. God, th- th- like, there's no way that, you know, he's happy with me right now. He probably, <laughs> he's probably thinking about what I did and, you know, all that crazy stuff. That's a lie. And I'm going to read the truth to you. This is the truth about what God feels about you. Okay. So this is Colossians 1, 20 to 22. And through Jesus, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. This includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence. And you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. I'm going to let that marinate for a second. Because when I read this the other day, I got so hype. Do you realize that the way God sees us is blameless? He sees us as blameless because because of what Christ did for us. We're going to make mistakes. We've made many mistakes and we're going to make a whole lot more mistakes. But the way God sees us is blameless without a single fault. It does not matter. And I've heard many parents say this before and it's so true. It does not matter what our children do. Like, the love that a parent has toward a child is unconditional. And that's how God sees us. His love towards us is unconditional. You know, the reality is we are going to feel sometimes bad for things that we've done. Um, Sometimes we are going to feel like, you know, man, I wish I didn't say that. 
But this is the good news. This is 2 Corinthians 7.10. It says, For the kind of sorrow God wants us to experience leads us away from sin and results in salvation. There is no regret for that kind of sorrow. But worldly sorrow, which lacks repentance, results in spiritual death. And so you can rest assured that if you have, um, you know, repented, if you've confessed those things, this is how God sees you. He sees you as blameless without a single fault before him. Now, this, of course, only applies, like I said, if you have confessed, accepted him as Lord and Savior. If not, then it's easy. God sent Jesus Christ to die for our sins. God sent Jesus Christ to reconcile us back to him. So Adam, because of what Adam did, we were all subjected to death and destruction. But here's the good thing. This is Romans 5, 14, the end of 14. It says, now Adam is a symbol, a representation of Christ who was yet to come. But there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many. But even greater is God's, God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. And the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of that one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads to our being made right with him, with God even though we are guilty of many sins. For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. For all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. And so this plan that God had before the foundation of the world, before the world even began, the Bible refers to it as a gift. Jesus coming to earth, to die for us is a gift. Now, the thing about gifts is you have to receive it. You, Somebody can offer you something, they can have it in their hand, and you can look at it, turn and walk away, and not take it. That's a decision that you make. And what's going to happen, is, what would happen is you would not have the benefits of that gift, whatever it was, whether it was a, a gift card or money or whatever you don't get the benefits of that gift because you didn't take the gift that was offered to you and it's the same way here jesus christ was a gift to us to those who will believe and to those who will receive him and so if you have not received jesus christ as a gift because he is let me tell you something the bible says that jesus christ is the only way back to god there is no other way i know that there are a lot of philosophies out there there are many different gods out there the bible says that jesus christ is the only way to god this is what god the the plan that god had to reconcile us back to him was jesus christ there's no other way and so if you have not ever taken this gift if you have never received this this free gift of salvation it is so simple the Bible says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is the Son of God, that God raised Jesus from the dead, that He that that Jesus died for our sins, you are saved. You will be saved. And it is God's will for everybody to receive this gift. He says, and this is my favorite. I know some of y'all might think this is like elementary. This is my favorite scripture, John 3:16. For God so loved the world. 
that he gave his only son that whoever 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 believes in him will not die they will not perish but they will have eternal life he jesus christ died for the world not for one nationality not for um a select few he died for the whole world and it is his desire that every man every woman would accept him it would accept the gift that he destined for us to have but it's our choice and so if you've never done that listen it is so simple all you have to do is believe and confess and if there's any doubt guess what you can say god i want to believe I don't fully believe but help me to believe he's going to hear your prayer and so i hope that you guys were encouraged by this remember um the, t- the two things that i really just wanted to bring out was that number one whatever you've done it was not as bad as what adam did he he literally caused the entire world to die he caused death to the entire world because of his one choice because of his one bad mistake that he made the second thing is that just like god had a solution for adam's choice for adam's decision that he made that called death and destruction there is a solution for you as well and again not to say that you won't have any consequences not to say that you know people won't be hurt in the midst of it you might have you might lose some relationships that's not to say that but there is a solution and the solution is that Jesus sent his son for you and that God still loves you. He sees you as blameless before him. He sees you faultless before him because when he looks at you, he looks at you through what Jesus Christ, his son did for you. I hope that you are encouraged by this. Be encouraged. Do not allow regret to be this dominant weight on you, but you can instead remember that there is a solution and there is forgiveness and God forgives and he loves you so much. And so please share this with somebody. Please share this with as many people as you can think of because regret is something that, um, like I said, we've all dealt with it. Um, and so I just, I want it, I want people to be encouraged. And so please, 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 please share this with somebody, you know. All right. Love you so much, guys. Have a good week. Bye-bye.